Welcome to the Cronin Crew Convo's afternoon podcast on leadership in Boxford. We set out on a mission to figure out what makes a leader. We interviewed various members of the community to understand the different roles that are essential to the operation of our small town. After listening to the episodes, we hope that you have a better appreciation of their hard work and what it takes to make this small town function smoothly. Be sure to thank your community leaders for all they do for us when you see them. Hi, this is Evan Ada from Mrs. Cohen's third grade class. We are interviewing Ms. Colangelo to find out more about her job as a firefighter in Boxford. Our fire department helps when someone is stuck somewhere in other emergencies. Now we are going to ask her some questions. What is it like to be, what is it like to walk in a fire? So if you guys remember from our safety talks, you stay low and go. So if we're in a fire, we're going to stay low too. Because for one, um, we can't see very well in the smoke. And two, we have to look down below the smoke layer if anyone's in the house that we need to help. So we stay very low. But it's hot, it's smoky, um, and you always have to keep your head on a pivot if something pops up behind you. So you have to be ready. Are you ever worried? Yeah, so I'm, I'm worried sometimes when we go into something. Um, if you heard about the explosions in Lawrence and North Andover, yeah? yeah? So when we got the call to go there, our dispatcher said, just start heading into North Andover. And there was all this, all this craziness going on, and we didn't know what was going on quite yet. So I, I was a little worried about that. But once we got there, we got a job, and then we just we did our job. Why did you choose to be a firefighter? Um, I really like being a firefighter because you get to be outside, and you get to help people. So we get to go on inspections, talk to you guys. And then, like this morning, we were just out on Route 95. And then yesterday, we went to help our friends over in Wenham for their brush fire. So we get to go everywhere. Are your oxygen tanks heavy? Our tanks aren't filled with oxygen. It's just filled with air. Um, So they're pretty heavy. They're probably 20 pounds. But with all our gear on, it's probably close to 40 pounds. Do you ever get the night shift? Um, Sometimes we'll be called in for different things after our shift is over. So my shift is done at 5 o'clock at night. But if some emergency is going on where we have to stay later than that, then we'll stay later. Um, But if we get a call at, like, midnight for a structure fire, we might be there until the next day and then work our full shift then, too. So you never know. How many fires have you stopped? Um, I'm not sure how many, but we've been to quite a few fires because we we do structure fires, we'll do car fires, um, forest fires, and, you know, sometimes mulch catches on fire, so... All these different types, they add up after a while. Have you ever not stopped a fire? So we haven't ever not stopped a fire. Um, If something came up where it was very overwhelming for the crew we had, then we call in help from other towns, 
and then all together we'll work to stop the fire. But we're not going to leave it going. What kind of other emergencies do you attend to? So we go to pretty much anything. Someone called us last week for their dock that detached from the house and floated out into the middle of the pond. And then we'll be called to go get a car out of an icy pond. Um, we get called for the brush fires. We have to go and get a cat out of a ceiling. Um, all sorts of things. Whenever someone can't handle it themselves, then they call us. How did you get the dock back to the shore? So we have two rescue boats. So we took one out, and with something like that, we don't have to really panic. We can kind of have it as a training. So we took the boat out. You know, you have the new guy get the motor going so everyone knows how to do it. We find the dock just as if we would find a person or maybe a dog or something. And all we do is we get some rope and we have a special tool in our boat that reaches out and can grab stuff. So we can tie the rope around it and then just tow it back to shore. So it's a really good way to train, even though it's maybe something you would think the fire department would go to do. What kind of emergencies are your favorite? Um, well, no, no emergency is my favorite, but uh, I'm happiest when things end up good for everyone, when someone's not hurt and they're able to walk away and learn from an experience. When did you become a firefighter? firefighter? I became a firefighter when I was 19, and I had just come home from college. I did two years of college, so I came home. It was too expensive. Watch out. And um, <laughs> so I needed something to do. So I became a firefighter here in Boxwood. How did you become a firefighter? Um, I applied, and I was given the job, and we did an in-house training, which was basically the guys who have been on the department for a little while training us. So we did that for a whole summer, and then I went to North Shore Community College to get my EMT, so then I could really be helpful in all different types of emergency medical technician. That's just someone who's got all the training, so if you break your arm, we can come and help you, or if someone's having a heart attack, we have all the tools ready to help them. Do you help any other departments? Yes, we help out anybody who really needs it. So we'll help out the state police, our regular police officers, DPW, but we sometimes help out the animal control officer, which can be kind of fun. Um, so a couple months ago, we had to help this dog that was lost, and no one could catch him. So we had to make a collar and a leash out of the rope we have. But it was good because we got to practice our knots. And we got this dog, walked him over to the police station, and the animal control officer was able to meet us over there. That was our last question. Thank you for coming and for your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Grunning Crew Convos is produced by Spofford and Company, with additional reporting by Room 6 students.
Research and fact-checking is done by Mrs. Cronin. Our digital editor is Mrs. K. Special thanks to our extended learning community for the opportunity to create this podcast. Cronin Crew Convos is a Room 6 production coming to you from the beautiful hills and valleys of New England. Once again, thanks for listening, and please be sure to tune in for future episodes.